Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I meant for this episode to be up yesterday, um, but we had a power outage from like 1.30 in the afternoon until like 10.30 at night. It was crazy. Like I kept like every hour I kept getting this like notification, like it was a text and an email from our power company uh, saying like, oh, we have this outage until this time. And it'd be like an hour later. And I'd be like, um, okay. And it always would say that they were investigating like why it happened and they never had a reason. And I'm like, well, it's Arizona. And this week, like, Every single day is supposed to be in the 100s, like literally, I think it was like 104 yesterday. I'm like, um, that's like not safe for people, but I mean, our, our house like stayed pretty cool. Um, and then I like took the dogs out and we were in like the car for a little bit, but I'm like, this is not it. This is not the time. And then eventually, um, they said that it was like a cable failure underground, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, that's probably what they always say. But, I mean, yeah. Anyways, so I apologize. This episode was supposed to go up yesterday, and it didn't. But uh, I'm excited about today's episode. Also, you're probably wondering, okay, where's husband? Where's the summary? Where's... I know. I know. This episode is just not what I planned. I mean, not what I... I don't know. Like, I planned it, but it's like... I had all these other ideas and they just didn't pan out like it's it just didn't work how I wanted it to uh, because I was going to like summarize all the books of the craze series for the husband so that he could know about it. But it just like it didn't work. And I mean, it could have, but I would have been missing like so much stuff. And I don't know. It was just a lot. So I, I was like, husband, if you really want to know about these uh, these books, then you can go and listen to my freaking podcast episodes. So that's what I'm going to tell everyone. If um, Sorry, I'm not summarizing all, them all right now, but you can go and listen to my episodes and it does it perfectly. Anyways, <laughs> that's, enough, that's a little like plug for my own episodes, you know. Um, okay, so I just saw this TikTok and I don't, I need to like research it more because um, I just wrote it down, but I guess... June 30th is called Stuff Your Kindle Day, which I don't know what that means yet. I need to, I probably need to like look it up, but someone said that like on any of the apps that you like buy your books or anything like on your Kindle or whatever, uh, you can, they're like, I don't know if she said that they were free or they were like a dollar or something like all romance books. I really do need to research it, but I just wanted to let you guys know uh, if this is like a real thing, then put it on your calendars because that's the perfect time to like buy all these books that aren't on like the Kindle Unlimited um, that you can like rent and return or aren't free. You know, like this is like start making a list. I think I'll start making my list. So just wanted to have you guys put that on your calendar. And then another thing, which I don't know where I've been. Like, this is a huge thing that I just saw this morning, and I, I don't know where I've been. Have I been under a rock? But it's about, like, Jennifer Armentrout books, like the Blood and Ash series, like one of my most favorite series. The next book is coming out in July. Like, where have I been? Like, did I know about this and I just forgot? Like, 
it's so soon. <laughs> um, I took a screenshot, but yeah, it's the fifth book, and it comes out July 18th, um, and it's called A Soul of Ash and Blood, and the episodes that I did this series was episode 20 to 23, so definitely go back and listen to those episodes. I know I will for sure, so I can remember everything before I do the episode on this next book, but yeah, literally don't know where I've been. Also, uh, for the Flesh and Fire books, um, the next one for that one is coming out in October. And those ones are episode 53 and 54. So yeah, I have no idea where I've been or just what has been happening. Um, so I apologize. I haven't kept up to date for that. But also, it makes it so we don't have to wait very long, you know, like less than a month, which is really exciting. Um, I also wanted to give you an update on books that I'm currently reading um, or that are on like my to be read list. So I just finished the two uh, books by Tessa Bailey, The Secretly Yours and The Unfortunately Yours. Super cute, super spicy. Uh, I just love every single one of her books, except for, I mean, we've kind of talked about this. The one that she just barely came out with where it's like two guys, one girl, I or was it three guys? I don't know. I couldn't do that one. I, that's just not my trope. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure if it's your trope, it was a wonderful book because anything by Tessa Bailey is absolute perfection. Um, I am, I did start Mile High, which is a hockey romance by Liz Tomford. I've never read anything from her before, and I've heard great things about this book, so I'm excited to keep going. Um, and then the book, so I'm going to Idaho next month to visit my family and I'm going to do another episode with my mom and sister. So we decided that we are going to do Captured by Erica Stevens. I guess my mom has already read all four of the books, like within a week, like that's how much she loved it. So I probably need to get started on that. Um, maybe I'll read all four books too so that we can talk about them. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have them on the podcast and for us to talk about it. And then of course, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yarrow. That one is going around everywhere. So I definitely need to read that soon. Um, I think I might read it in the next week actually, because I hopefully will have my best friend on the podcast next week or in a couple weeks, I think. Um, she'll be here next week, but, uh, and we'll record, but I don't know if it'll go up next week or in a couple weeks. But anyways, I think I want to do that book where I read it and kind of tell her about it. So that is, uh, TBD. And then I also want to read Funny Feelings by Tara DeWitt. Um, I don't know. It just has a super cute cover and I can't really remember what it's about, but I know I liked it. So <laughs> I downloaded it. Um, but yeah, so that's a little update on the books that I am currently reading or to be read. Um, this book was a surprise of what the episode is on today. Um, because yeah, I told you about how I was going to do the summary and then I wasn't. Um, and then I was like, oh, I haven't done another Colleen Hoover book. Um, and I've heard, uh, my friend told me about this book. She's like, you've read all the other ones, like a lot of the other ones, like you have to read this one. So I was like, okay, I will. So today's episode is Maybe Someday by Colleen Hoover. And I would say that it's definitely yes to mom and sister because it's not that spicy. There's like a little toast scene, but it's more like flowery words than it is like 
descriptive words, if that makes sense. And I, as I was reading this, I realized why people probably don't like Colleen Hoover. Because I can see the side where people do like her and like the writing. Well, like not her, her. I, I don't really know her, but like her, her writing. I can see why people don't like it because it is very flowery. It is very like beautiful. It's very like feeling feeling oriented if that makes sense like it's not like action oriented like it with the crave series that's like very like this is the story these are the characters here's the action everything that's happening in this book there's like not a lot of action like nothing really happens like they go to like a couple parties but like other than that it's more like the development between the two characters and how they feel, how they think, how they work together. And I think maybe that's why what people don't really like is that they they don't like all of the the prettiness, the the feelings that they get in these books. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but I think that's why people do like it or they don't like it. I'm in the middle. Like at the end of this book, I was like, um that was a lot of words for stuff that didn't happen or like things that happened but it's just I don't really know what I read so I'm like neutral about this book I wouldn't say I love it but I wouldn't say I hate it um it was good it was uh it was a Colleen Hoover book and now I can say that I've read it so the first line though did like catch my attention like it sucked me in because it's the it's kind of like a prologue, um, but it's Sydney. There's Sydney and Ridge, the main female character and main male character. This is a dual point of view, and Sydney punches a girl in the face. Like her best friend, her roommate, just punches her right in the face. And I'm like, oh, why are we doing that? Okay, I'm intrigued. Um, so yes, <laughs> let's set up the scene. So she punches her roommate. And then she, like, grabs her suitcases and everything. Like, we're getting, like, right into it. And then it, it kind of goes, like, two weeks previous. Uh, but, yeah, in this scene, yeah, she punches her, takes her suitcases down, sits on the park bench. Um, she realizes that she forgot her purse up in the apartment, but she doesn't want to go back up there. She could call her parents, but her parents would probably give her grief about not doing pre-law and changing her, like, uh, major to music. So it's raining. She's at this bus stop. All of a sudden, this girl comes up to her with this, like, Hooter shirt. She takes her stuff, and she's like, hey, Ridge said that you would do this. And the girl's like, what? Like, Ridge? Like, what? And so she follows the girl because she takes her suitcases up to uh, the apartment. Like, it's, like, across the courtyard of where her previous apartment was. Um, so she, like goes into this apartment she's so confused she's dripping wet and then Ridge walks out and she's like oh my gosh he's even more beautiful uh than what he looked like and she's like I can't believe the two weeks that we we're talking he didn't tell me that they were screwing like this is my 22nd birthday and I'm like oh my gosh okay it's really hooked me like tell me all the stuff that's happened so now it goes to the two weeks earlier so there's a guy in the apartment across the courtyard from her, from Sydney, that would always sit on his balcony and play his guitar for at least an hour. So she would always go out there while he was playing and do like her homework and studying. She wants to be an elementary music teacher. 
and her and her boyfriend have dated for about two years and it worked perfectly because her best friend and her boyfriend have been really good friends even before that like they were really good friends before she met him and she met her best friend you know like they were all just all good friends and then we go to ridge Ridge is that guy that is a par- is across the courtyard with the guitar, and he's been dating Maggie for five years, and she's in San Antonio. He's there in Austin, um, <clears throat> and one day, um, like the, the previous two weeks or whatever, he's, like, playing his guitar. Sydney is there doing her homework, and he, like, stops, so she looks up, and he holds up a sign that says he has a question for her and asks for her number, and she's like, what like I have a boyfriend like he wants my number and so she gives it to him because he's like I just have a question he's like I want to know how you're singing lyrics to my songs when I haven't even added lyrics to them yet and she's like he could see me like he saw me like mouth words to his songs he's like will you send them to me And she's super like self-conscious about it. But she wrote down like the lyrics that she was singing. And he's like, these are really good, like really, really good. And so he asked her like if he can write or if she can write more for him, because I guess he is part of this band. Um, His brother is like the lead singer and uh, Ridge sings or Ridge writes all the songs for this band. Um, Later that night, Hunter, which is Sydney's boyfriend, he comes in like to spend time with her and he talks to her about how he went to lunch with a coworker, and one of the waiters like was being arrested and it was like a really funny story and um then a couple days later i guess tori which is her best friend she comes and tells sydney about this story that she was with like her classmate and that her arrest or that her waiter had been arrested and it's the same place same time same story and so sydney starts to get really suspicious like how could they like have the same story like why would they lie to me about being there together like this doesn't make sense and sydney's birthday is coming up and so she's like oh well maybe they're trying to keep a secret because they're going to like they're going to celebrate my birthday like do a surprise birthday or whatever and so her birthday comes up and she is um I don't know if she's like at work or whatever but she texts Ridge and she's like hey will you look across the courtyard and see if something's happening in the apartment um just something like suspicious and so he looks and he knows that her boyfriend and her best friend are hooking up and he's known for a while Um, it's been happening for the past couple months actually. And, um, they've just like hit it, but he's seen it with his apartment or whatever. And so that's when he tells Sydney what he knows. And of course she's upset. So now fast forward to the right now, that's why Sydney goes on her birthday, goes to the apartment, punches Tori in the face. And then, uh, that's where she is. So she's now in the apartment of Ridge just drenched she doesn't really know what to do so he comes out of his room and she's like talking to him and then she like looks over to him and he texts her and she like looks down and he says if you aren't going to look at me when you speak you might want to stick to texting and she's really confused and so he texts again and he says I'm deaf Sydney which what okay interesting that puts a twist on the story 
So it's like, how is he a guitar player, a really good guitar player? He's deaf. Like, what's that's that's really interesting. He tells her that she can stay there if it means that she'll help them write the songs and that she can stay from for free until she gets back on her feet, um, which I think is a really great deal. And uh, Ridge, she finds out, is 24. He's a computer programmer. And Sydney is 22. She's a senior about to graduate. And so they start writing together. Days go by. It's been about three weeks. They're still writing together. Like he can, we find out that he can like feel the vibrations from the guitar on like which like notes and keys. And it's just very, very interesting. And that's another thing. I don't know. So like in this book, there's a lot of like lyrics and like songs that Sydney like creates. I don't know if Colleen Hoover creates those herself or is she like works with someone to like create those lyrics. But if she creates them herself, like, man, she is a freaking like badass, like to be able to write these stories and do like all these song lyrics, like, and I don't even know the tune and they probably don't have a tune, but it's like, that's still pretty cool. Like, it's just really cool. So anyways, it's been three weeks. They're really clicking. They're like almost starting to have feelings towards each other. There's a lot of sexual tension. And that's when he tells her that he has a girlfriend, which she's really upset about because she's like, it's been three weeks. Like we've spent so much time together. Why are you just barely telling me now that you have a girlfriend? And so then she's like, okay, well, I have to push away my feelings because, like, I don't want to be the next Tory. Like, I don't want to be the friend that comes in on this relationship and ruins it. So then the title of the book comes in and she's like, maybe someday, maybe someday. Um, Because, yeah, they've just been clicking a lot. So she learns. So Sydney learns more about Maggie. Uh, And Maggie has mild hearing loss, and uh, so she has to wear, like, hearing aids, and so she's kind of, like, deaf as well. And uh, we learned that Ridge was nine when he stopped verbalizing. So he basically just does sign language. He does, like, the texting and messaging things and writing and whatever. Um, But he stopped verbalizing because him and his younger brother, they had parents that had issues with like addiction and abuse and every time Ridge would speak his dad would get really angry and beat his brother and so Ridge just stopped uh he just stopped talking and he got emancipated when he was 16 he had a he has a best friend Warren who actually lives with them as well um his parents are deaf and so him and Warren like Warren's parents took them in him and Brennan and basically were like parents to them and they started their band at 19 and Brennan was 16 and that's when like Ridge starts writing for them and can play the guitar for them but it was hard for him because he couldn't really like he couldn't hear so he couldn't like keep up with the band everything so he just writes the songs for them now so yeah as the months are going Um, I think it's been about a month, maybe two months. Like they are starting to get really close. They're really great friends. They have this connection. They can feel all this sexual tension. He actually kisses her, but then he says that he will never leave Maggie, which is very, very interesting. And I, as I was reading that, I was like, there's gotta be something like something to make it so that he won't leave Maggie. Like, yes, they've been like together for five years, but there's got to be something like holding him there. And at one point, Hunter, which was the ex-boyfriend, he comes to tell Sydney uh, that he's sorry. He apologizes. But also he's just kind of a jerk. 
and um, tells her that the thing with Tori was purely sexual. Like they had been sleeping with each other on and off for years and years. Uh, no chance of like relationship or anything. And so it was hard for them to quit when him and Sydney got together, which I think is so stupid because he's like, Sydney, I love you so much. Like, I'm so sorry, but you know, this was just sexual and I'm not going to stop this basically. So stupid. Um, Rich can tell that Sydney is falling in love with him and he is too. Like he's falling in love with her. And so he, uh, it kind of like builds up again because they don't kiss after the first one and they come up with a system like when they're really feeling that tension, like really feeling that like attraction, then they tell each other like flaws and then one of them like leaves or whatever. So it's getting to be too much for Ridge. And so he tells her that she needs to move out. And so she's like starting to like look for a place like she understands. Um, and I think it's like three months in, maybe four months. Uh, Maggie comes to stay the night for Warren's birthday and she gets drunk and she passes out. And then um, in the middle of the night, Sydney comes out and Maggie is laying there on the floor. She's unconscious. Like she's like drooling and foaming at the mouth. And so she like freaks out. She gets Warren. She gets ridge like they call the ambulance they go to the hospital and that's where sydney learns i mean ridge and warren already knew but um but maggie has cystic fibrosis related diabetes and it's like a genetic disorder of the lungs along with like diabetes so she only is going to live till she's around 30 and so that's why like ridge I mean, that's not, we'll talk about it in a minute, but like Ridge is just very protective of her. And that's kind of when the catalyst happens is that Sydney knows like they're so in love, but they just can't be together. And so they kind of have like a little breakup, but they weren't really together. And Maggie's okay. Like she is going to be released. And the day that she's supposed to be released is when her and Ridge start getting texts from her quoting their messages. So sometimes like they would text or they'd write in a notebook to each other or they would message on the computer like Facebook Messenger like Sid Sydney and Ridgewood and in those messages is where Ridge like talked about like they've talked very openly about everything and where he mentioned that he kissed her and so Maggie sees these messages and so he's she's like copying and pasting them into these texts to Ridge and Sydney and so they know that she knows that they kissed and so Ridge is freaking out. He goes to find Maggie. Um, he thinks she's still at the hospital. Maggie comes into the apartment, actually, and Cindy's there. They don't speak or anything. Maggie puts his, like, laptop on the on the counter. She gathers her stuff, and then she leaves. And eventually Ridge comes back and tells Cindy to move out. Like, she just needs to go. Like, he's, he's a mess. And he... He, like, heads to San Antonio because he's like, Maggie, I just need to talk to you. Let me know. She's like, okay. Like, I'll – after a couple of days, she's like, fine, I'll talk to you. Um, so she, he goes to talk to her, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, please let me explain. And he's just very open about it. And she's like, you know what? This is actually what I needed. I, I needed this freedom. Like, you are not letting me live my life. Like, yes, you want to take care of everyone. Like, you give up so much of your life to make sure that 
I'm not having to give up any of mine. And sometimes it's so suffocating. Like this is a good like breakup for us because I want to live my life. I want to travel. I want to do all these things. And like you aren't letting me (laughs) because you want to protect me, which I understand. But like I only have so much to live. And so it's a very amicable breakup. But Ridge, of course, still is having like such a hard time with it. Um, so a couple weeks go by, and Sydney has has moved out, obviously, and he, like, interrogates Warren to try and get Sydney's address, and he finally gets it, and so he goes to see Sydney, and he tells her that him and Maggie were more in love with the idea of them rather than the actual them, like, the idea of us rather than the actual us, and he's like, my heart wants wants you, like, let me know when, like, let me know when you're ready, and Cause she's like, I like, this is, it's only been a couple weeks. Like you were in this five-year relationship. I was in a two-year relationship. Like we just got to figure out ourselves. Like I'll tell you when. So it's a couple months later and Warren wants her to go to this bar with him. So she's like, okay, whatever. And Rich has, he's done waiting. Like he wants to be with Sydney. And so he came up with this plan for him and Brennan to go on the stage and uh, play these songs for her that she wrote for them and also songs that Ridge wrote for her. And so she's like surprised when she arrives and it's super cute and like just very, very cheesy, I guess. Um, but also very sweet. And so at the very end of the, of the like songs that he wrote for her, she signs in like ASL the word when, so she's like ready and it's super cute. And that's the end of the book. Like it, I I believe it was like 300 and maybe 40 pages. So it's not that long. Um, it was a pretty quick read and it was cute. Like, and yeah, I think, when it gets like very flowery and very wordy and very emotional, it just almost like there's a line, like sometimes it crosses into cheesy. And I saw this TikTok where it's like, we read these words and it's like, Oh, that's really like nice. But if like someone were to say that to us in real life, like, Oh, my heart only wants you. Like if, if I was dating someone or like, like someone and they said that for to me, I'd be like, who are you? Like, don't say that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, everything's good in these books. Like, but when you convert it to real life, it's like, ew, like, don't say those things to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm not, I'm not into like those types of expressions. And it's just not, I don't know. It's just not real life for me. So anyways, just solid book. Sure, I would recommend it. I think my mom and sister would like it if they are bored and they need something to read. Um, But would I, like, have it on my super important list of, like, everyone should read? No, it's fine. It's just a book, Uh, which I don't say very often. (laughs) But just, it's solid. It's good. It's Colleen Hoover. We love her books. Everything's great. So, anyways, um, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm starting to post more on Instagram and and TikTok, so definitely follow me there. Still getting the setup ready to start filming everything. Hopefully by next week we can get everything going. So things are in the works. Um, but I'm very grateful for you guys, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs>